0: What's up? Welcome to True Crime Travel Map. This is a podcast based off a map I put together of a bunch of true crime locations. Check it out at truecrimetravelmap.com. Okay, this week we are heading to California. Southern California to be exact. San Diego to be even more exact. It happened right next to Balboa Park. This is the Betty Broderick House. Alright,
1: bong boop, here's your soup. Let's go. Elizabeth Ann Broderick is an American woman who murdered her ex-husband Daniel T. Broderick III and his second wife Linda Broderick on November 5, 1989. At a second trial that began on December 11, 1991, she was convicted of two counts of second degree murder and later sentenced to 32 years to life in prison. The case received extensive media attention. Several books were written on the Broderick case and a TV movie was televised in two parts. In 2020, an eight episode miniseries was produced and aired about Broderick. Betty Broderick was born Elizabeth Ann Biseglia on November 7, 1947, and grew up in Bronxville, New York. She was the third of six children born to Marita and Frank Biseglia, who owned a successful plastering business with relatives. Her mother was Irish American and her father was Italian American. The Biseglias were strict parents, and much was expected of all the Biseglia children. As Broderick later recalled, she was being trained to be a housewife since the day she was born. Or as she recalled, go to Catholic schools, be careful with dating until you find a Catholic man, support him while he works, and be blessed in your later years with beautiful grandchildren. She also recalled that her school friends were raised in similar situations as hers, giving her little chance to rebel. Broderick graduated from Maria Regina High School in Hartsdale, New York in 1965. She graduated from the College of Mount St. Vincent in the Bronx where she earned a degree in early childhood education through an accelerated program. Her credits also earned her a minor in English. In 1965, Elizabeth, or Betty, met her future husband, Dan Broderick, at the University of Notre Dame, Indiana. Dan was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the eldest son of a very large Irish Catholic family, whose parents had a similar outlook to the Biseglias. The couple married on April 12, 1969, at the Immaculate Conception Church in Tuckahoe, New York. Betty returned from the honeymoon pregnant with her first child, her daughter Kim. She gave birth to four more children, daughters Lee, sons named Daniel and Rhett, and an unnamed boy who died four days after birth. After Kim's birth, Dan completed his MD degree and then he announced his intention to combine his medical expertise with a JD degree and enrolled at Harvard Law School. Betty was the main provider for the family while Dan attended law school and she would help him with his student loan. Dan was quickly hired by a law firm in San Diego, California, and he moved his family to the San Diego community of La Jolla. Betty continued working part-time, often selling Tupperware or Avon products while raising their children. In the fall of 1982, Dan hired a 21-year-old Dutch-American, Linda Kolkena, a former Delta Airlines flight attendant, to be his legal assistant. As early as October 1983, Betty suspected that Dan was having an affair with Kolkena, but Dan denied it. Against Betty's wishes, Dan moved out in February 1985. He eventually took custody of their children after Betty left the children on his doorstep one by one. Betty claimed that Dan confessed that he had been in fact having an affair with Colcana, and a long drawn out and hostile divorce ensued. By this time, Dan Broderick had become a prominent local lawyer, serving as the president of the San Diego Bar Association. Betty claimed that Dan made it extremely difficult for her to find a lawyer willing to represent her in the divorce, which put her at a distinct disadvantage. Betty also believed that Dan used his legal influence to win sole custody of their children, sell their house against her wishes, and cheat her out of her rightful share of his income. The divorce was finalized in 1989, four years after Dan filed the petition. Betty Broderick's behavior became increasingly erratic. She left hundreds of profane messages on Dan's answering machine and ignored numerous restraining orders that forbade her from setting foot on Dan's property. She vandalized his new home and even drove her car into his front door despite the fact that their children were inside the house at the time. On April 22, 1989, Dan and Colcanna were married. Colcanna had been concerned about Betty's behavior and even urged Dan to wear a bulletproof vest to their wedding. However, Betty did not arrive and the wedding proceeded without incident. After the wedding, Betty Broderick claimed that Linda Broderick taunted her by mailing her facial cream and slimming treatment ads. Eight months after buying a Smith & Wesson revolver and seven months after Dan and Linda were married, Betty Broderick drove to Dan's house at 1041 Cypress Avenue in the Marston Hills neighborhood near Balboa Park in San Diego. Betty used a key she had taken from her daughter Lee to enter the house while the couple slept, whereupon she shot and killed them. The murders occurred at 5.30 a.m. on November 5, 1989, two days before Betty's 42nd birthday. Two bullets hit Linda in the head and chest, killing her instantly. One bullet hit Dan in the chest as he apparently was reaching for the phone. One bullet hit the wall, and one bullet hit a nightstand. Dan was 17 days shy of his 45th birthday, Linda was 28. Evidence was presented at her trial that Betty had removed the phone from Dan Broderick's bedroom so he could not call for help. Medical evidence indicated that Dan did not die right away, and Betty claimed that she had spoken to him after she shot him. After contacting her daughter Lee and Lee's boyfriend, Betty turned herself into the police, never denying that she had pulled the trigger. Betty's explanation at both trials was that she never planned to kill Dan and Linda and her crime was not premeditated. Her account of the murders at the second trial was that she was startled by Culkinna screaming, called the police and immediately fired the gun. Linda and Dan Broderick are listed as having been buried together at Greenwood Memorial Park in San Diego. Criminal defense attorney Jack Early represented Broderick at trial. Kelly Wells prosecuted for the state of California Broderick's defense was that she had been a battered wife, claiming that she was driven over the edge by years of psychological, physical, and mental abuse at the hands of her husband. Wells portrayed Broderick as a murderer who planned and schemed to kill her ex-husband, and argued to the jury that Broderick was not a battered woman. Forensic psychiatrist and criminologist, Dr. Park Dietz, for the prosecution, used the analysis of Dr. Melvin Goldsvahn, who previously worked on the case for the prosecution. Deed said that Broderick has histrionic and narcissistic personality disorders. Goldsbahn had likewise diagnosed Broderick as severely narcissistic, and clinical psychologist Catherine DeFrancesca testified for the defense, concluding Broderick was histrionic with narcissistic features. The lead detective in the case was Terry DeGelder, a San Diego homicide, who provided testimony for the prosecution. Broderick's final trial ended with a hung jury when two of the jurors held out for manslaughter citing lack of intent. A mistrial was declared by Judge Thomas G. Whalen. Betty Broderick was retried a year later with the same defense attorney and prosecutor. The second trial was essentially a replay of the first trial. Prosecutor Wells was successful the second time around. The jury returned a verdict of two counts of second-degree murder. Broderick was sentenced to two consecutive terms of 15 years to life plus two years for illegal use of a firearm, the maximum under law. She has been incarcerated since the day she committed the murders. Broderick is serving her sentence at the California Institution for Women in Chino, California. In January 2010, her first request for parole was denied by the Board of Parole Hearings because she did not show remorse and did not acknowledge wrongdoing. She was denied parole in November 2011 and again in January 2017. She will not be eligible again until January 2032, at which date she will be 84 years old. This case also had an impact in popular culture. An article about Broderick's case in the Los Angeles Times Magazine led to the production of a television film called A Woman Scorned, The Betty Broderick Story, and Her Final Fury, Betty Broderick, The Last Chapter, where Meredith Baxter portrayed Betty, Stephen Collins portrayed Dan, and Michelle Johnson portrayed Linda Kolkana. Baxter received an Emmy Award nomination for her portrayal of Broderick. The murder was also dramatized in the season 4 episode of Deadly Women, titled, Till Death Do Us Part. Both before and after Broderick's trials, her story was dramatized across the United States. Broderick granted numerous television and magazine interviews. She appeared on The Oprah Winfrey Show Twice, Hard Copy, 2020, and Headliners and Legends. At least four books have been written about her story, and Broderick was interviewed by Ladies Home Journal magazines as well as others. In 1991, Law & Order episode, The Wages of Love, partially was inspired by this murder and the trial that followed. Guest star Shirley Knight was nominated for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Karen Kilgraff covered the case in episode 103 of My Favorite Murder, recorded live in San Diego. The second season of the TV series, Dirty John, features a story of Betty and Dan Broderick from the early years through the homicides. Amanda Pete played Betty and Christian Slater played Dan. In spring 2020, a true crime podcast about the Betty Broderick case was produced by the Los Angeles Times, titled It Was Simple: The Betty Broderick Murders. On July 15, 2020, Oxygen aired a special episode of Snapped devoted to the Betty Broderick case. Okay, if you would like to go to the location of the Betty Broderick murders
0: or the house that the murders occurred in, you go to 1041 Cypress
1: Avenue, San Diego, California 92103. So Betty walked into the house with the key that she got from her daughter. And um, yeah, that's where she killed her ex-husband Dan and his new wife, Linda. So this is the street. Looks like a nice, quiet street. That's the house.
0: All right guys, that's it. That's the end of this episode. Um, if you like the video, please give it a like and a subscribe, trying to get to 100 subscribers. We're already at 50, appreciate you guys. Um, also share, it. sharing helps. And if you guys see my map, check it out at truecrimetravelmap.com. But if you see my map and there's a location that's not on my map that you think should be on my map, I'm missing a lot. Um, shoot me the location and I'll update it at map at gmail.com. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We weren't on. We were on TikTok, and they blocked me because this shit is too dark. But whatever. Uh, so on and everything else, thank you guys so much, and yeah, until next time. Godspeed, dark travelers.